podcast about playing games and making games that was way too excited i'm so sorry brought to you making games is fun (laughs) is it is it fun i'm excited about my podcast yeah oh no that was way too excited this podcast (laughs) that was also we both both need to tone it down a bit (laughs) oh no oh uh by o rock studios i'm paul franzen the head boy of O'Rock. And I'm Michael Gray, the head writer for O'Rock. This is good. We're off to a really good start. How you doing, Michael? I am super enthusiastic about today's podcast. I, so I can tell. I, I, I did some writing for the... Well, you already know this, but... Uh, <laughs> well, the people it, listening it, at home don't know this. Okay, so it, it was Paul's birthday, and um, what was it, like two or three or four days earlier, you just gave me a list of things you need me to write, and I didn't get you a present, so I'm like, I'm just going to write these things and pretend it's a birthday present. It was, it was, a one, it was the best gift you could have given me. Now you don't perfect. need to write uh, a description for the yeah. Steam store. <laughs> I t- yes, I do not like doing that, so I appreciate that very much. Oh man, yeah, Yeah, those took forever, yeah. And what was it? Oh yeah, just random things. So, (laughs) I didn't know this, I didn't know we had an intro for Cat President, um, that if you're replaying the game, the small intro shows up. Yeah, I didn't remember that either, I I had just put it in uh, on my to-do list somewhere and totally forgotten about it until uh, the day that I emailed you. (laughs) So it says, you like the game so much, you decided to play it again. Great. Da, 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 da. So I've got a question here in, in, in the programming. It says ADVS. Is that short for oh, anything? Uh, oh, yeah. So that was just that was just how I was doing dialogue in the in the first game. Um, for whatever reason, um, all of the characters in the game, um, they just had abbreviations for their character names in the script. So ADVS was for advisors or advisor. So it was oh. just the advisor was saying that. Um, I didn't do it that way in the sequel. I just used everyone's full names in the code because that's way easier and apparently is something you can do. So, is is there an advisor character in the first game? No. Hey, don't look at me. You wrote that. Uh, I wrote that intro. <laughs> <I think>. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but um, if you if you notice, there were especially when the game first came out, there were several instances of uh, the wrong character speaking. Like if there were multiple characters whose names began with K, or no, it was D. That's right, it was uh, DJ Nibbles and Doctor Nom Noms. I oh, mixed man. them up a few times. Yeah, because the, the, one of their abbreviations was D, and one of the, I think it was probably D, and then DJ, something like that. So, plenty of reasons not to do it that way this time around. Yeah, and weren't there multiple characters whose names started with the letter F? Because it's sort of a mystery to figure out who, yes. who this mysterious F was. Yeah, Frisky and, uh, well, that character got mixed up a few times, too. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, because then it was like, why is Frisky talking in this scene? He's not even in this pathway. <laughs> He's nowhere there. He's not, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm actually gotcha, surprised I... you liked the because some of the stuff I sent you, uh, I, I'm looking here. It's just oh. uh, so with Internet Court, uh, like this FMV game contains over three minutes of video footage. Yeah, well, okay, so it's possible I'll change that because it is more than three minutes. <laughs> I had that again with a uh, Cat President uh, Two. I, I don't know how long Cat President Two is. Yeah. So I just copy pasted the line from the Steam score Steam store description of the first game, which says right. it's a script that's over three hundred and fifty pages long. Yeah. Is that I how mean, long I can... Cap President Two is? It should uh, be comparable. It probably actually it might be slightly shorter since remember we talked about this before, the Kale pathway was a little longer in that one of the pathways was a little longer. Yeah, but I think the uh, DLC but... pathway is a little longer. Yeah, the bonus pathway. So, I don't know. Um, I'll probably just, like, paste all the scripts into one document and find out and make sure it's accurate before we publish the page. It's so. definitely it's definitely yeah. double-spaced, except for, um... Yeah. Looks like the code is not double-spaced. Well, we don't have to mention that part. It might actually make sense to go by word count anyway. I've seen a lot of visual novels doing that recently. Um, <laughs> but I've got programming so maybe... in the script. <laughs> Oh, it's close enough. Either way, we're cheating. Oh, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I wonder if uh, RenPy or Python or any of these things, if I wonder if there's a way just in the program to tell me how much, we're, how many words there are specifically in the dialogue alone. Feels like something that should have to exist. Yeah, it does. Um... Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Uh, RenPy has an ex- an extract dialogue button. Oh, wait, where? Where? Uh, <laughs> We're not even looking right. at the same computer screen. That's probably not very That's useful. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, maybe I got a notepad right here. I'll make a note. Extract dialogue word count. So as a guide, 5,000 words of story text is usually 15 minutes of playing time. Hmm. What? Where'd you see that? I just searched RenPy word count. Ah. And that popped up. So kind of useful, too. I yeah, here guess. we go. Look, extract dialogue. I can push this button to get dialogue text only. Oh, wow. Oh, so I guess these pathways are longer than I thought, I suppose. So, so let's see, 5,000 is 15 minutes, then how much is your average chapter in Cat President? Because I just went with five pages. Right. And that looks like it's about 1,500 words. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, a quick side note, uh, in the bonus pathway, I noticed um, one of the chapters, the fifth page, has exactly one line on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Yes. <laughs> well, it was nice when I was coding that part. I'm like, all right, last page. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> so that was that was handy. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm still. Uh, I'm, RenPy is still scanning the project. It's going to tell us how many words Cat President Two is uh, at the moment. It's not quite done yet, but it had only one word. Is that because I wrote it in Comic Sans? <laughs> Oh, maybe, because I did change the uh, the font immediately to something else. So maybe in Comic Sans, it was like, you know, five or six lines for some reason. Uh, I, th- I think I wrote it in Garamond, and then I just switched to Comic Sans. Huh. Well, whatever. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll give you an update when uh, RenPy has finished extracting all the dialogue for me. Looks like it's going to take a couple of minutes. Um, so what were we talking about? 
Um, uh, just the random things I had to write for Cat President too. Right. Yeah. No. I. I did. I really liked. Uh, I really liked your Steam uh, store description. I, I did notice that you basically used the same uh, format from the original game, and I really liked the format in the original game. And I thought all the descriptions of the cats was really funny. Was... I'm glad it took a while to write. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, oh no, it came out. <laughs> it was great. Some of the cats were easier to describe than others. <laughs> so. <laughs> Couldn't figure out how to describe Banders, so that's why it's like three sentences yeah. long for him, <laughs> and then everybody else gets like three to four lines. Oh, okay, wait, I've, oh yeah, I almost have the word count. All right, so this is uh, the total word count in Cat President Two, uh, with half of the bonus pathway coded. So not not the final final, but pretty close. A uh, hundred and ten thousand seven hundred and eighty three words. So that's t- if 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 five hundred words is fifteen minutes. That's twenty two times fifteen divided by four. That's eighty three hours. That doesn't sound right. I guess I can't math. Um, <laughs> I don't think Cat President Two is eighty three hours long. Nope, nope. Sorry, Internet said so. That's has got to be it. <laughs> okay. Well, this, it's uh, also three hundred and thirty eight pages uh, according to this. Hmm. Just as I pasted it into Word. Okay. Interesting enough, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it'll yeah, it'll it'll climb up a bit, but not like a lot from there. Uh, because I'm quite far in this game now. Yeah, pretty close. I expect I'll be finishing the bonus pathway in the next like week or two. I think. So what are we gonna do it's next? Are we gonna work. are we gonna have testers for this game? Like oh. like real oh, game I have people a big, are. I have a real big long list of stuff to work on next. Oh no, <laughs> all the fun stuff. Um, so yeah, some there are some things actually I want to do uh, talk with you about. So, um, one thing is I'm going to need to like finalize all the GUI, all the menu stuff, which. Uh, right now is all copy and pasted from the original game, and most of it, I'm, I mean, it looks, it looks good, because it looked good in the first game. Um, but I'm trying to figure out if there's anything I can or should do to the main menu to just make it look a little different, because right now the only change is the name of the game. And I can't tell if, like, like, I, I, I guess I'm just concerned that people who are coming to this from the sequel, they're gonna, or from the original game, they're gonna open this one and see that it looks exactly the same, and, and maybe that's not, like, a great first impression for people. They'll okay. think it's just gonna be, like, super derivative, super samey. How did, uh... So, uh oh, gosh, I'm trying to think how other games have done it. Um, yeah, so, that's something I was thinking about. Like, Ace Attorney, they all... The Ace Attorney games are all the same, aren't they? Like, they're basically the same main, main menus in all three original games. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But don't... Do they have different title screens? I was thinking, like, all the long-running series, they basically have the same title screen. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I could also change the music up a little bit. Um, I guess they had, like... I think Phoenix Wright, what they did is they just threw out, uh, like, the new character on the title screen. It looks like the title screen mm. is just the game's logo. That's interesting. I could put uh, add, like, characters to the title screen. There, I mean, there aren't any characters on there right now. Yeah, these title screens are just the same. Cats. So, so it looks like with Phoenix, right? They they just have the outline of a uh, you know Phoenix doing his uh, finger point, shouting objection. <laughs> and uh, one yeah. of them, there's a black border around it, and then the other, they 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 just the background is all black. 
Okay, so they they all basically look the same then. Mm-hmm. It sounds like, yeah. So I don't. Know, I I was about to say the other. I think I I mentioned this before, but the other thought I had was, uh, just to, like how right now we have the uh, Star Spangled Banner playing on the title screen and cats meowing at various points. I could put in different meows. <laughs> that would be slightly different. <laughs> not not a huge difference though. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Cat president. I'm, I'm, I'm really. I'm so torn between thinking I want to do it the easy way. I want to finish this game, and like I said, thinking that it's a bad first impression for players. So I'm looking at the title screen. Clearly, I mean the title screen is just it's sort of like this flag waving in the background with with music, and they've got this like cartoon cat. Um, yeah. Just yeah. Have a different cartoon cat, I suppose. Okay. That's probably the easiest way to uh, do it, so it, it looks different, but still looks vaguely the same. Yeah, or add something to the cat in some way. Put, like, a big number two somewhere. Oh! Oh, that's interesting. What, like, cat president and then a, a two next to it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so make the two much more prominent than it is right now. There's a two on right the title screen? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll open it. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it just, I mean, the, well, no, because it just says Cat President 2, where the original game said Cat President. Okay, so the reason, yeah, reason I don't notice that right away is because whenever you start up Steam, Steam has this bubble appear in the upper right hand corner, which covers it. It's like, you've just logged on and you're playing this game on Steam. Does that happen with like every time you open a Steam game? I think it does, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's sort of covered. And that's exactly where okay. the two is. So that's, I guess that's why it's yeah. sort of Yeah, no, that's interesting. I, yeah, I can take the two away from there and make it bigger and more prominent. That would that would certainly make a difference. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So cat present, okay. you have a okay, two, cool. and then you have a cat next to it, I suppose. Put the two on the same line as the cat. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I like this. It just makes me think of the Ghostbusters 2 logo where it's the ghost giving like a peace sign. That's <laughs> a two holding up two fingers. Yep, that's Yeah. Yeah, can we can we do a, can we have a cat holding up two fingers? I don't think cats <laughs> could do that. Ah. Cat 2. Oh, that just gets category two cable. I mean, I could uh. also like commission like some actual art to go in the spot where that cat is. I haven't wanted to commission a ton of art for the game just because artists are expensive, but like I can commission one image. Isn't that? Yeah, I feel like that's something the um, the Wajidai Games guy does. Yeah. Huh. I had I, I hadn't thought of that either. Okay. I think that's that what I, cool I think too. he gets like unique artwork, uh, which is done or commissioned just for the title screen. Yeah. And I Maybe seem like to remember a, a him cat wearing like a red. A cat with a red, white, and blue bow tie holding up two, uh, I don't know if you call them fingers when they're on cats, but... <laughs> two flags? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so another question. I got a question. So... Yeah. Do you have any opinion at all about, like, changing title screens? Because I know some games will, like, after you've beaten the game, you get a different title screen. Oh... I know we did that um, for the Francie Drew games. That's right, right yeah. And then we nothing add, else. Uh, stickers to the yeah, we would add stickers to the main screen as you un- as you unlocked the different endings. Uh, well, what, what would that look like for Cat President Two? Do you think? Oh, would 
be stickers on the, <laughs> the characters <laughs> for the different cats. Like the different cats appear on the title screen as, or it could be like if there's outlines of the characters on the title screen, then the outline gets filled in when you complete their pathway. Maybe could be. Yeah. So, um, gosh, I was going to ask, where is the bonus game going to go on? There's like a bonus button though, right? Yeah, it's it's there should be a grayed out bonus button on your screen right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the it 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 becomes not grayed out once you finish one of the pathways in the game. Um, I think that's that's pretty much exactly what we did last time, except in the last game you had to complete all the pathways. But oh man, we could like it, if we wanted to add just a little bit of dialogue so you know somebody clicks on the bonus thing and then like a character comes up and mm-hmm. says sorry you need to be the pathway first to unlock this oh i could do that sure that seems very similar you to like right. you said you- when somebody <laughs> replays the game they get like this these four lines of dialogue yeah do you want to do you want to write something for that oh man what would it be it probably just be <laughs> it's like yo what's up dudes i'm dj nibbles um yeah. I know you're super excited yeah. to play the game. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could also just be like a little pop-up message that that appears saying you can't play this yet <laughs> with without being like dialogue. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Complete the complete the main game in order to unlock the bonus features. I've seen that in yeah, a lot of exactly. games too. Uh, other games where it's like, hey, that just pops up if you try to click on it early. Yeah, yeah, we could totally do that. That would be easy. No characters, actually. Yeah, that's way easier than having characters and dialogue, because yeah. then you have to select a background <laughs> and a character and maybe some music. It would music. probably just be a black screen anyway. Oh, yeah. gosh, no, too much. This game already has, like, three times the amount of music that the first game does, I think. <laughs> There's a ridiculous number of, uh, of of free music that I put in this game. I like it. I only know that because I was just... um uh pawing through the cat president one music files to find stuff for the bonus pathway since it's set at the as the say at the same time as the first game trying to give it an authentic Mm -hmm. feel okay this is all sounding really good thank you this was really helpful so i've been thinking about the title screen for a little while now Hmm. okay is there any i guess anything else uh, oh, there's there's always more. Okay, oh yeah, so we were talking about stuff that are our next steps, basically. So that's one of the things, is just sort of the menus in general. I think aside from the title screen, I'm going to leave most of the stuff the way it is already, just because I, I like it. Um, I need to program in the endings gallery, too, which I vaguely remember was kind of a lot of work last time to figure that out. Oh, did um, we do that? Where... Which game did we do the yeah, endings we... for? So, well, sorry, endings gallery isn't the right term, but it's the thing that lets you, like, after you complete a pathway, you can go back to a menu on the main screen and either replay that ending or any, uh, like, say, for example, you finish the normal ending, you can go replay the normal ending or play the bad ending. Mm -hmm. Or if you finish the good ending, you can go play all three that way. So... Um, and someone was just telling me like two days ago that they really appreciated that in the first game. So now I definitely have to do it again. Oh, darn. <laughs> just, ah, oh, you're so close to not having to do anything. Ah, there's, there's always going to be more stuff to do. <laughs> you know, I had to do that for Mermaid Mission Titanic and, uh, yeah, I don't, you know, they changed how GUI works uh, on Renpai and I didn't really like it. So I just 
downloaded an older <laughs> version of RenPy, yes. so I didn't have to worry yes. about it. <laughs> I I probably told you already, uh, slash talked out on the podcast, but I did that when I was uh, starting on Cat President 2, because I wanted to copy and paste a lot of the original code, and a lot of the original code was not compatible with the newest version. <laughs> I was like, alright, I'll just use the old version, I guess. <laughs> Make things go a little faster. Uh... Yeah, so endings gallery. Um, I'll need to do the credits. Um, which hopefully won't be a ton of work, but there's still. Um, since I mentioned there's so much music, there's so many sound effects. There's a lot of licensed assets that I've been keeping track of that I need to make make you know a nice looking giant list for the credits sequence. Um, in addition to all the cat and human models, all that stuff. Um. Setting up the Steam page, we got to make a trailer at some point. No, oh. uh, maybe, maybe you want to be in charge of that. What did I do last time? Did I? Oh, uh, we wrote it and got somebody to do it. Yeah. Oh, you're uh, you're more than welcome to take point on uh, trailer production if you are interested in that. I still can't. Uh, do otherwise, any, I'll get uh, there. Editing. Yeah. So you, you're trying to come up with a picture of DJ Nibbles wearing a. Uh, Oh, wearing gosh. a jacket, the it does not jacket. work. <laughs> well, okay, I'll tell you what the problem is. All right, so um, for people at home who don't follow us on Twitter, so they haven't seen me complaining about this, um, there's a scene in Cat President 2 where uh, uh, DJ Nibbles, yeah, he's supposed to be wearing uh, this leather jacket. Um, the problem I'm running into is that, I mean, the way I would you normally do this is I would find a picture of a leather jacket and photoshop it onto the cat that's what i've done with hats and bow ties and sunglasses and stuff like that in the past the problem is a leather jacket sits on a cat differently than it does on a human so i can't just transpose a leather jacket onto a cat like i can with other accessories uh, does dj nibbles have visible arms uh he does yes cuz that's Oh, so it's, maybe it, that's why it's a it's complicated so piece of art. <laughs> so, I mean, what would be the most helpful is if Pixabay happened to have a picture of a cat facing forward, sitting, wearing a leather jacket that I could then transpose. But uh, thus far, my searches have proved fruitless in that regard. So here's something. Um, so. I mean, I guess you could like, what about like a pair of sunglasses are like a leather vest rather than a leather jacket. A vest. A vest, a vest or like, you know, like, be, maybe yeah. not a tattoo, but like a vest with patches on it, like, <laughs> bad to the bone. Wait, I like a tattoo. How about a tattoo and like, uh, maybe he's missing an eye. Oh, gee. Eye what's, patch what's or the, something. What? I guess it depends on yeah. what mood we're going for DJ Nibbles in this. I thought I, I guess is he I don't supposed really to know. be super is he supposed to be super cool or is he supposed to be super scary? Uh, he's he's supposed to be mean. They it's he's specifically referred to in the in the script as evil DJ Nibbles. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, yeah, then I guess he could have a tattoo. <laughs> like an eye patch. An eye patch, yes. He can have a, I don't know, what's the joke everybody says, a goatee? It's DJ. Yeah, well, that's, so that's why I had suggested, like, mustache, or yeah, goatee makes more sense, because it's, it's like the evil version of, of him. Yeah, does, do cats have goatees? 
would, it would look about, it would make as much sense as Thunderpaw's wig. <laughs> yeah, you look for cats with goatees. There are tons of the uh, things. Yeah. Whereas if you search for I cat like with I, a tattoo, I it's mostly the hairless cats that got tattoos. Oh, man. Huh. I wonder if I can merge his image with a hairless hairless cat somehow. Poor hairless cats. I don't think they like having tattoos. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to I'm just going to say I I don't think I would tattoo my hairless cat. Yeah, cats with goatees is basically cats with just like patches around their 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 Oh, I was just going to Photoshop, like, a human goatee onto him. (laughs) That was probably way easier, yeah. (laughs) Just, like I said, very, very um, Thunderpaw-esque with his hair that doesn't really make any biological sense, (laughs) but there it is. (laughs) He had some work done. Um... Uh, I'm just seeing pictures of of, of people's cat-themed tattoos. Aw, yeah. Oh, here's a here's a tattoo of a cat with an eye patch. There you go. I should just Google search bad boys and see what bad boys wear. Oh man, what do bad boys wear today? <laughs> what do bad boys wear today? Oh man, wait, that's just coming up with a movie. Bad boys. That doesn't help. Oh, oh I don't know. They're it looks like they're doing the thing which um is not just popular with bad boys, but with like pretty much all the uh the cool teenagers nowadays is the really tall hair. Really tall hair. Hmm. Isn't isn't that popular? Maybe that was just like a few years ago where uh, tall hair was a thing. Maybe I'll try searching. Cool. I know. Bad I know. Boys. High pants are uh, are currently in right now. Huh. Oh, okay. I'm seeing. I'm seeing some pictures of some tall hair. Now that you mention it. Oh, they're also smoking cigarettes. DJ Nibbles shouldn't have a cigarette, should he? I don't, I don't, he doesn't want to set a bad example for everyone. No, yeah, yeah. I don't know, this is evil DJ Nibbles. Um. Eh. Maybe that's too, maybe cigarettes is too far. Yeah, that'll get you, what, a PG reading? So I had, I had thought about sunglasses, but I, I, I remembered that we sort of did some, something very similar to that in Cat President, uh, I think in the Thunderpaw pathway when, when Banders throws his hat in the ring. Uh, it's, yeah. it's very similar to this scene here. He like, uh, weird music plays and he suddenly dramatically appears on stage wearing sunglasses. So I, I wasn't going to do sunglasses because I didn't want it to be too similar to that scene. So obviously eye patch is what we want to go. Eye patch. Exactly. Totally different. Totally different. Or like, oh man, maybe like a scar over his eye would look too graphic. I don't know. <laughs> Here's a good YouTube video. Accessorize like a bad boy. Oh man, I've I've got to check this out. <laughs> Maybe that was. Oh, I'm seeing a lot of cigarettes though. Mm. A lot of bad boys and cigarettes. Yeah, I. It's weird that that's one of the things they do. Because bad boys and cigarettes and leather jackets—it's it's not the 1950s anymore. It's—it's it's not the movie Grease. Yeah. I feel like society has moved yeah. on beyond that. But all the TV shows and movies—they dress up like that because nobody can be bothered to I think up uh, new ways. I don't know enough bad boys in 2020. 
Well, interestingly enough, in like I the mean. 1980s, all the all the people with like the punk rocker hairdos were all. I mean, that was what the generic bad boy um, <laughs> oh stereotype Wait, was, could... and like the Nancy Drew and Hardy Boys. I could give him things. a bright, like a bright pink mohawk. <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna just note that bright pink mohawk. DJ Nibbles with a bright pink mohawk. That'll be great. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm feeling I'm feeling much better about this. Oh, this is like our most productive podcast of all time. This is great. Okay, so we were still talking about things. Uh, the cat cat president two stuff. Like I said, uh, setting up the Steam page, taking you know, the trailer is going to be on our agenda pretty soon. Uh, and testing. Uh, and I did want to talk about this a little bit. Um, the 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 same person who mentioned um, the endings gallery to me, they were asking me what we still need to do with Cat President 2, and I mentioned testing, and they were like, oh gosh, doesn't doesn't that take months? Um, and it made me realize, again, how fortunate we are to work on visual novels, because uh, as a whole, the t- sorts of games we make don't require a ton of testing, um, just because they're so linear, there's, there's only so much you can do to mess them up. Um... While you're, while you're playing them, like your only action is to click, either to click forward through the dialogue or to select an option. There's really like not a ton of places where mistakes can be uh, made, or at least where unobtrusive mistakes can be made. Like there generally aren't a ton of issues that make it to the testers to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. That's just my long winded way of saying testing doesn't take very long at all. Um, with the first game, uh, I just put it out on Twitter like I usually do, got uh, a tester on each pathway and just kind of had them play through it and make sure everything works, that the the game runs on their computer. Uh, and that's probably what I'll be doing this time, too. Yeah, it makes sense. It's, uh, yeah. I was going to say that, especially with Cat Present, where there aren't any puzzles, I feel like with Francie Drew, testing yes. was way more involved because there were puzzles. That was something I did this past month was I, I, I wrote a puzzle for uh, Pride and Prejudice and Murder, and that just took forever. <laughs> it took forever. And then programming um, the puzzles, uh, just, just programming it took forever, and then I ran it through testing. I haven't had anybody but me play it, but um, yeah, th- they have like, oh gosh, uh, I think they, they call it quick test and uh, random test. So random test will play through your game and select random options each time. And I don't mm. know what quick test does. I think it just goes through every single line to, to make sure the game won't crash. This is this is choice script, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so it looks like quick test does go through like every line of the game. And oh jeez. Uh-oh. It's got three big sections that it <laughs> completely missed. Okay, okay. <laughs> skip. Did you just click the button right now and find bugs? Yeah, skip 19 lines in the, the chapter I wrote. Oh, skip 20 lines in another part of the chapter I wrote. And then uh, whatever pathway, uh, I think I wrote whatever, like two years ago or whenever. Looks like I skipped mm. eight lines there. It's weird checking out mm. like something I'd written so long ago. It's like, did I really end this with, like, an Archie Comics reference? It's like, a <laughs> terrible way to uh, end the uh, storyline. I, 
<laughs> Knowing you as long as I have, I can say, yes, you definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But I feel like I need to redo the one puzzle, because uh, our... Running the random test, uh, I've noticed uh, it, it gives it just crashes too much. Because uh, I'll see if I can get it to crash now. <laughs> they say it's just a recursive puzzle because there's a couple of puzzles where it, it, it's a math puzzle and you can pick your answer from numbers one through ten, and you have to figure out what the numbers are for like three different numbers. And so when didn't, the, didn't we learn our lesson from the math puzzle in Francie two? <laughs> I guess this is different because it gives you, uh, you know, it's just the numbers one through ten. So <laughs> okay, and you're and you're not typing them. It sounds like you're you're like clicking on them instead. Yeah, just picking it from a list. Yeah, so that that's yeah. This all significantly limits the the number of things that can go wrong. Then, but I'm checking here, and it's like, oh my gosh, because because the. The ran the program which uh, selects answers at random um, is just going with random combinations of like these three numbers. So it's like <laughs> like what a thousand different possibilities <laughs> until it finally gets the right one. So yes, it's oh, it's man. just doing a terrible job of guessing. <laughs> so I just need to rewrite this this puzzle so the computer will have an easier time getting it right <laughs> that's so funny it looks like uh. um so there's another puzzle uh it's interesting so one one of the puzzles is like what did they call uh various colors back in uh back in regency times and mm. um one of the puzzles i i had written was uh about the regency clothing because you know what did they call them and uh Regency time. So, if the game's puzzles are not fun, at least they're educational. Good, yeah. It's really all we can hope for. Too much recursion, that's what they call it. So, the <laughs> testing failed too much recursion. Because <laughs> the, the computer couldn't figure out the answer. <laughs> Just couldn't figure out the answer again. Yeah, so I'll have to rewrite that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting then, because you have to make the puzzle straightforward enough that the computer can solve it, but you don't want it to make it too easy either, because then so players I'm, will just breeze right through it. I think I'll just, I'll see if there's an easy way to cheat my way through it, and by that I mean right. just give people the option of skipping the puzzle. Ah, yes. That, actually, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, so let's see... Yeah, well, here's the puzzle. It's like, a sparrow is five more shillings than a rose. Uh, a sparrow and a rose together are 13 shillings. How much is each worth? And what you do is you select how much is a sparrow, zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or nine. And sure. then the same thing with rose. And it tell, it, it, the game reminds you what your answer was for sparrow. That's that's helpful. Yeah, well, that It looks like good. the answer is nine and four. So yeah, it takes the computer... Guessing randomly forever to actually come across the correct solution. <laughs> okay, so I'll just add an option to skip this puzzle. Yes. That should actually be super easy to program. <laughs> no, I actually just got a message this week about uh, the beard in the mirror, uh, and someone was extremely happy that... Uh, you. Oh yeah, you did play the game, the, um, the part where the uh, cook chases you around and you have to basically just avoid the cook and and do some nonsense puzzle solving 
uh, someone really liked that if you fail that a few times, you have an option to just skip it entirely. I think I failed it a few... Didn't I fail it, like, a few yeah. times before realizing that was the option? I just thought I got <laughs> super better at it on uh, time number four. <laughs> Yeah, so I think, yeah, I mean, we don't have to really talk about this, but the the puzzle design, if I recall, was you're trying to distract the cook long enough that you can put something in his in the soup that he's working on. Uh, <laughs> so you, you go through it a couple times, uh, just basically clicking around the screen, running around from the cook, trying to get to the soup pot. Uh, and then eventually, uh, if you keep failing, you get the option to just ask him if you can put the thing in the soup. And he's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, I love making video games. It's great, yeah. Uh, let's see, Andy, was there anything else on your agenda to talk about? Oh, yeah, 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 where's my yeah. Uh, agenda? Yeah, what you I got for it. me? So apparently, um, uh, there's a video game called Alan Wake American Nightmare, which yes, it, it, that... the, the premise sounded crazy, so apparently there are four different people that are trapped in a, a Groundhog Day loop. So okay. I've never heard of a, a a game or just basically a setup where more than one person is trapped in the same uh, Groundhog Day loop. But apparently, you've got four different people trapped in the same loop. I think. And, I think uh, um, you said it was American Nightmare. Yeah, Alan Wake American. I think that's either it's either DLC or some sort of standalone sequel to uh, Alan Wake, the original game. I think. It sounds like it. It sounded like it wasn't like the, yeah, the yeah. actual game. It sounded like it was a shorter game. But anyway, I just thought yeah. that was a cool yeah, yeah. idea. I wondered how they did that. So, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, huh. I feel like so. I have seen it a couple other times. I I read a a book one time where it was sort of like Groundhog Day instead of in, instead of uh, redoing a day, you were redoing your entire life over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and the main character eventually met someone else who had been going through the same thing for the exact same amount of time. Um. There's a movie coming out like this too, like a rom-com, something like that, where it's the same thing. These two characters are working together to try to f- to try to break out of this. Um, interesting. Uh, I just thought how it'd be interesting to do that in a, in like an adventure game style, where you've got like these four different characters. I know I've played adventure games where you've got like four different characters, though. Isn't that yeah. like Maniac Mansion and everything? Yeah, yeah. Day of the Tentacle, yeah. Yeah, it should work pretty well on the Day of the Tentacle. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like your characters can do, I don't know, isn't there a couple of puzzles where, you know, somebody does something in the past to uh, yes. change what happens in the future? <laughs> yes. It was like, what, you have to, like, hide a bottle of wine in a time capsule in the past and then get it in, like, the future, I think, and it's turned to vinegar. Uh, oh, or or there's <laughs> a dryer and you put a, a sweater and a million quarters in it and then you... Finally, uh, it stops in the future, like 100, 200 years later or whatever, and then you can get the sweater and it's shrunken now. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I just wonder how, uh, I mean, yeah, those are clever puzzles. Now, how would that work with the Groundhog Day theme, though, I yeah. suppose? with uh... Yeah. So you're seeing like a, a an adventure game, similar idea where you can, can you uh, switch between four different characters, that kind of idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. You'd have to have a way to transfer items between characters. That that was at least a key component of Maniac Mansion and Day of the Tentacle, I think. Like like we were just saying with Day of the Tentacle, one of the things was 
uh, one of the ways to transfer items from one person to another wasn't like I directly give it to him. It's like I did something in the past and the item shows yeah, up yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. in the future. But there was also there was also like a time portal in Day of the Tentacle where you could literally just give the items from one character <laughs> a, to another, though, right? It's a toilet. You flush them down the toilet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Chrono John. <laughs> I'm remembering that. Yes. Well, it looks like the way they do it in the Alan Wake game is that... Um, Oh no, it's Alan, and then it looks like we've got two other characters in the time loop, and basically they have some sort of deja vu of the previous loop. That's what it's being described here as. As opposed to them remembering entirely what happened, or having entirely the uh, items, they just kind of have this sense. Oh, that's interesting. So they're not totally aware of the loop, they just have like the vague idea that, wait, I feel like I've done this before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like... What sort of gameplay mechanics you could apply to uh, an adventure game? Um, I mean, this doesn't help with the multiple characters, but one thing I've seen in in modern adventure games is, uh, in addition to an inventory, or or sometimes in instead of an in- inventory, you have like a memory bank of ideas or notes or clues or whatever you want to call it, uh, just like little factoids that you can carry around, and then you can use those notes on different characters to ask them about them or interact with that information in some way. So that would be an example of an item that you could carry over from loop to loop uh, as yeah, opposed to a physical object, which you wouldn't be able to. Especially you if you're having information the, over. The characters have some sort of deja vu. Okay. Yeah. It looks like, you know, once he does the uh, time loop three times, he's able to save one of the people, um, but not the other. And so he goes back to the time loop again hmm. to save the. That's that's also kind of a neat idea if if you've got like four characters uh, trapped in the time loop, and uh, you you want to meet up with one, you know, meet up with all four of these characters separately. I suppose. Yeah. So. In in a game where you're playing with a specific amount of time like this, too, it sort of reminds me of um, some old Sierra games, the Laura Bow series, I think, um, where uh, everything, it, it's a game that just takes place uh, overnight, like 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., something like that. And at each half hour, each hour, uh, like different events, specific events happen in specific rooms. Um, so this could, this sort of thing could be a tied to a time loop thing where you know, where you're like, okay, I know at noon, this person's going to be eating lunch at this deli. So if I want to interact with them, I need to go there or there. Or I know since they're in the deli at this time, then this is the time when I want to go sneak into their apartment and steal stuff from them. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, that's, they do something similar in, uh, whatever you call it, uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, all, all the characters follow the exact same, uh, I mean, they follow the same routines during, like, the, the same three-day loop um, if you don't interact with them. So you can obviously change yeah. your routines by interacting with them. I'm sure it's the same way in Lorbo, too. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. if you go to the deli <laughs> and talk to the character, that obviously might make a change in what the character does uh, later on. This is an interesting idea for a, a game, I suppose. I, I don't think we're going to be working on it, though. It seems complicated. It th- <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why we make visual novels. They're not complicated. I don't know. It feels like you could do that in a, a visual novel, though, where it's like, yeah. okay, do you uh, go to place A, B, or C? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it wouldn't be too complicated to program that, so...
I bet we could do a time loop visual novel if that was something that we were interested in. I'm just not sure how to involve the multiple characters. Like, I, I, I feel like a lot of the ideas we're talking about, they apply to the time loop idea, but not as much to the multiple characters idea. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a, a good gameplay puzzle mechanic that would involve them, and I'm not sure what it would be. Yeah, what would be a good mechanic? Uh, uh hmm. Trying to think of just a good mechanic in general with multiple characters in yeah. um, a, a visual novel. Yeah. Like, I guess, like, the, yeah, the trading items, like we talked about, um, we could, um, Maniac Mansion does this too. Uh, different characters have different abilities. Like, only one character has the technical aptitude to fix the radio, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you could have different characters who are able to do different things in different places. Yeah. Well, I've got a bunch of, uh, I mean, I still have just a ton of ideas on my uh, games to make lists, yeah. <laughs> which I'll eventually get to at some point. So. Uh, no rush. Yeah, I I still feel like Cat President 2 and Internet Court are going to be finished on, like, the same day. I don't know why Jeez. this keeps happening to us. Uh, there's, uh, I guess I'll give the, the quick update. There isn't a lot to talk about with Internet Court this month. Um, a lot of my Internet Court time was taken up by uh, various contract work this month. Um, so we're down to 14 pages left in the Word document. So still a not insignificant amount. Um there's still a, a character that hasn't even been introduced yet in this case. Oh, that's good. I think I know which character that is. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I got stuck at it, or not stuck, but it was just another one of those uh, puzzles like we talked about before where you have to select something on a screen. So this was we had to find the one typo on a page that had like 200 words in it. Um, mm-hmm. so yes, I did, I did have to make 200 individual hotspots for that, <laughs> that puzzle, which took a little bit of time. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> I couldn't, I didn't know of a, uh, like a faster way to do it. I, I mean, I did it. It works great. So, and I mean, it's, it's fairly simple in the, in the respect that, um, there's only really two options. Like you either clicked on one of the 199 incorrect words or you clicked on the one correct word. So at least that part was pretty straightforward. It was just making uh, the hotspots themselves is kind of a pain in Renpy. But anyway, it's done. We're still moving forward. We'll get there. That's good. And it looks like uh, I, I guess I did more last month than I thought I did. Um, but uh, a writing project, I think I mentioned this online, uh, writing some sort of noir game. Yes. People seem to interest. Uh, I didn't know if it was going to be a game or a book, so I just did a vague outline uh, based on the cover of this like 1940s murder mystery. And uh, I don't know if that's ever going to get written. It, didn't if, it have a really? What was what was it called? What was it called? Murder Man was the name of the original one. <laughs> Sorry, I just like that a lot. <laughs> murder Man. It has nothing hero. to do with the story, so the story. Oh. A, a publisher got killed. Um, who who uh, just publishes? Uh, what do you call them? Pulp Fiction. Sure. Yeah. So it, it really had nothing to do with Murder Man. I I think there was only one. It's it's actually a kidnapping book. Is yeah, somebody is killed, but it, it's really a kidnapping book. Oh. 
Did Murder Man only murder one person? Because I feel like you don't really earn that sort of title by just killing one person. He murdered the one person, and really the mystery is finding the kidnapped author. Um, Oh, not impressed. (laughs) Yeah, and the cover has nothing to do with the book. So, um, I just... Anyway, just 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 wrote like this little fake mystery based off the cover. If the cover is actually oh, right, yeah. in the book, because the cover is like this woman who is like backed up against a, a wall or, or a closet while the, this murder man is approaching her while there's a corpse on the floor. So I'm like, okay, well the story is, um, you know, she there's a safe in the closet and she's trying to stop murder man from getting to the safe right after murder man showed up and, and killed her fiance. And cool. uh, as as the detective, you're, uh, I guess, puzzles to figure out how to open the safe. I thought it'd be like an adventure game puzzle where, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the combination to the safe, he, he left, like, a note to himself. So it's like the mm-hmm. first number is so-and-so's birth date, and the second number is such-and-such, and the third number is, you know, just like that. Yeah, so there's, yeah, like, yeah. a puzzle for each number. Okay, cool. I figured if it's a game, then you you get to pick like the various three or four areas you can go to in order to uh, try to solve the puzzles. And if it's a book, then I mean, if it's a book or just a story, then the detective just takes a specific route instead of picking yeah. freely. And then I figured like after um, automatically after getting like the second number, whichever one you get, uh, somebody is murdered. Don't want to give spoilers, but uh, Murder Man. <laughs> kills again and our, our hero Murder is man. is arrested so oh okay oh fun um i don't know it's arrested but the police try to pick up the the character so you're like halfway through the puzzles and you just get arrested in the middle of them that's fun yeah 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 I that's think cool that's, i like that yeah i think that's what i wrote yeah yeah i like it Sorry, I don't know why I'm so tickled by that name. It's so it, it's very funny. It's, it's so anyway, silly. Yeah. I'm probably not going to touch it again. But that was cool. Oh, oh! After all that build up, I can send you the outline if you really want. Um. <laughs> uh, well, we'll we'll talk about next projects after Cat President and Internet Court simultaneously finish at the same day. Yeah, spoiler alert, it's only like a two-page outline, yeah. so... Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Each chapter, I'm uh, looking like some of these chapters is like three sentences long. <laughs> Hero realizes, and there's the mystery solution, he stops the culprit at the end. That's the last chapter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think uh, that about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Argolfumpf, spelled exactly as it sounds. You can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io, or just visit orock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is Dead Monster by March of the Danger Men. You can check them out on SoundCloud. And finally, if you have any questions about game development or our games specifically, we'd love to hear them. Email them to podcast at orock.com. Anything you'd like to add, Michael? Um, nope, not at this point. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.
taxis count as a car. Well, how's there an Uber well, if well, nobody well, has yeah, their own that's car? That's a good point. I guess I guess taxis and Ubers are technically cars. That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> oh.